This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Making machine learning and AI investments that beat the odds. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Ritu Jyoti. Group Vice President for AI and Automation Research at IDC. Welcome, Ritu. Thank you, Tanya. Pleasure to be here. So what do you do in your role at IDC? That's a great question. A lot of people ask me because people don't really understand what is market research. So we are basically, I lead the AI and automation research practice at IDC. We do in-depth market research, trying to understand what are the industry trends, where is the adoption, what are the drivers and inhibitors, what are the end users looking for from the technology suppliers, and what does the future look like? We also act as strategic advisors to the technology suppliers and bridge the gap between the technology suppliers and the technology buyers. Essentially, we are changing the world as to how technology impacts. IDC expects huge growth in global spending on artificial intelligence systems over the next few years. Tell us what you found. Yeah, this is exciting, really, really exciting because a couple of years back, I remember, I think it was 2018, December, I was presenting at an end user conference and I was amused by as to how many folks walked down to me and asked me, is AI really real? Is it really happening in the industries and in the enterprises? Or is it just about taking pictures of cats and dogs and uh, you know, rationalizing that? Uh, it has, we have come a long way. And what we have found out as part of our extensive amount of research, IDC is known for it, is that you know, AI is everywhere is touching almost every line of business function. It's no longer just limited to IT and the behind the scenes, the back office functions. Of course, we are all aware of how AI is being used to transform customer service, right? Uh, we are all kind of getting used to accessing customer service via chatbots, uh, which we call them as virtual agents because it's no longer just tool-based. But at the same time, you know, using voice search, you know, you're going to the websites, you are going and shopping somewhere and you're getting all real-time recommendations on what are the things that you could buy for. We all understand coming from, you know, getting recommendations from Netflix. But have you seen these days, if you're shopping on say Nordstrom or Macy's or any of Amazon, you're always kind of getting recommendations tailored to your preferences, tailored to your buying patterns, tailored to, you know, giving you some suggestions as to how things can be matched and uh, put together. So AI is touching not just all lines of business of function, but across many industries. Uh, as for our research, Tanya, we found that retail and banking, they're really ahead of the game. They're really spending a lot of time. I do want to emphasize that it's not just retail and banking, but the other industries as well are making a lot of headways and being impacted. At a very high level, 
We are predicting almost from 85.3 billion spent in 2021, it will jump to almost like uh, 204 billion by uh, 2025. So you can see the maximum, massive, massive amount of spending that is going to happen in this area. What role does an explosion of unstructured data play as an AI spending driver? Oh, that's a beautiful question. It's music to my ears because, you know, like over the years, people have kind of mastered as to how keep the structured data, right? It's in tables and forms and then it's like in relational databases. But you think about today, the world is all about natural, human-like, right? So whether it is your social media data, you're always kind of expressing your opinion there, or you know, you want to interact with the systems. Nobody wants to learn some heavy graphic or heavy website applications. You want to interact in a natural way. So all this is unstructured content, whether you're doing your chats or whether you're doing your, you know, getting your image, you know, images and videos and doing analysis on that your image recognition or facial recognition or, you know, in fact, these days people are also looking into emotions, you know, how is the person reacting? Is the person engaged? A very interesting use case is that in the case of education, people are looking into it is the student is engaged while the lecture is going on, right? Uh, you can interact and learn from social media uh, insights, whether, how did the product perform? Did the customer have some good constructive feedback? What are the kind of things that they are looking for enhancements? So unstructured content is just being the transformative force for uh, you know, use of AI and also for making some very informed decisions for businesses across the different industries. Uh, another example is that think about you know, in a manufacturing line, you could do predictive maintenance because of, you know, if you could use image recognition technologies to find the defects ahead of time, you know, there are areas where you cannot even go there. Um, and you can actually do it with the help of image recognition technologies and do um, uh, assessment ahead of time and do predictive maintenance. It's a huge, huge amount of cost saving for the industries because of this. What countries or markets will see the largest AI investments? North America is definitely hands on uh, the biggest investment. And, you know, we are really, really making a lot of strides in this area. And I see a huge amount of investment happening in North America. But on the other side, if you look at it, Asia Pac is also kind of making, you know, whether it is in Singapore and Japan and China and India, they're also ahead of the game and they're making a lot of leaps and strides. The country which is a little bit, or geography, I should say, is a little bit behind is EMEA. And it's because of all the regulations. Uh, we are a little bit uh, uh, ahead of time, you know, in terms of taking risks. They really want to be more cautious. So uh, it's a little bit slow. But overall, I think uh, at some point in time, you'll see all of them will kind of catch up. But right now, North America and Asia Pac are definitely leading. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How has AI shaped the research workflow? It is actually, you know, in the past, AI is nothing new, right? Uh, it was there since 1950s. Um, but what has happened in the last couple of years, uh, I think I should say decade, the explosion of cloud computing, the advancements in algorithms, the accessibility of compute power, they all have kind of made the things from the research to actually making it real. It's being productized and you know people are really having access to these offerings. But then what is happening today is that people are kind of making this continuous loop. So there's a partnership and ecosystem between the research organizations, the academia, as well as the technology suppliers, I love to say that AI cannot be done in silo. AI is such a pervasive you know, force and such a disruptive force that technology suppliers, the buyers, as well as the research organizations, they all have to come together because one of my other favorite topic is responsible AI. It's not just deploying AI, but also you have to do it in a responsible fashion. You need to make sure that you can mitigate you know, biases, you can be fair, you can explain your outputs. And in all of that, there's a lot of advancements that is happening from the research organization in terms of explainability of the algorithms. How do you make sure that you know, they are kind of transparent? You take care of the data lineage, you make sure that you are uh, preventing the platforms in which you're deploying and building is actually from any kind of adversarial attacks. And I've seen a significant amount of you know, innovation happening from open source as well as the research organizations. And the technology suppliers are actually partnering with them. And in fact, you know, you'll see a lot of technology buyers also kind of jumping into the spray and they're working together. And that's how they're kind of making progress and the earlier doctors are definitely ahead in this area. So what AI use cases or applications are most exciting to you right now? I think, uh, you know, in the last uh, 12 months, 18 months, you see during COVID, uh, customers experience was front and center. Everyone was gravitating to make sure that the customers are actually kind of taken care of. So uh, virtual agents, chatbots, or automated customer service was definitely, definitely important. But now what I'm looking at is, you know, more and more, uh, you know, making sure that you have an omni-channel consistent customer experience, but also operational efficiency. So today, if you see, most of the effort is focused on improving operational efficiency, end-to-end -end convergence of IT and line of business processes. So one which is a low-hanging thing, but it's really transformative, is intelligent document processing. How many of us love to do your expense management the old traditional way? Don't you just want that you know you went to a restaurant or you went took a flight and it's all kind of automated then? But if you think from an industry perspective, automated claim processing, you know, God forbid, if you actually run into meet with an accident, do you really want to kind of go through all the hassle or you just take a picture and you put this into the system by usage of computer vision AI? Uh, it can actually just extract the image, learn, analyze the image, classify, and then feed it into the whole system and the whole workflow to get it processed. So uh, those are extremely important. But then uh, apart from that, on top of my mind, which are like a little bit uh, 
very relevant. And also I'll talk a little bit more on the groundbreaking side. The relevant side is like, uh, you know, you think about anti-money laundering, you know, in the financial crime management, how you could use when there's so many volumes of data and it's complex data sets. But on top of that, it's also, you know, new and new unforeseen kind of fraud mechanisms are coming up. It's machine learning, the power of machine learning that can use it because it's self-learning and it can be identifying some newer methods. If you think about the area that I'm very excited about is the promise of AI for healthcare. How, you know, my son actually works for a biogenomics firm and I'm super excited as to the kind of research that they're doing by taking some blood samples, they can actually predict, you know, whether you're going to have Alzheimer's or you're going to have, you know, uh, cancer and they can take predictive, you know, uh, actions in that. And the power of AI and the field of genomics and life sciences to kind of make sure that you get some interesting personalized recommendation, personalized medicine is, is just mind boggling. I can go on and on. It's like so many use cases and so many excitement, uh, but those are really, really kind of on top of line. So I kind of gave you some which are front and center today, which is real and happening and making a difference with the organizations some that are kind of very transformative and it will be a journey. AI is not an endpoint, it's a journey. It's an ongoing continuous innovation, but the advancements in natural language processing, advancements in computer vision, advancements in machine learning, accessibility to cloud computing, they are transforming almost every industry and making unthinkable happen. Ritu Jyoti, Group Vice President for AI and Automation Research at IDC. Thank you so much for joining us. And of course, we could talk about this because there's so much uh, to explore. If somebody wants to connect with you, though, maybe they want to find out more of your insights. How can they do that? I think the best place is to go to myidc.com and look for my name, the search for my name, and look for all my in-depth research. Uh, but on a social front, they can definitely connect me via LinkedIn. Uh, they can search for my name. I think I have a unique name, so <laughs> it's easy to find them. And it's the same thing on Twitter. I'm on Twitter as well. And it's the, uh, at the rate, Ritu Jyoti. It's as simple as that. And I was one of the first few people who joined Twitter. So I have my unique, uh, you know, ID there. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, connect with me on LinkedIn and Twitter or on idc.com. Thanks again for joining us, Ritu. Thank you. My pleasure. Of course, and find and subscribe to more of my interviews right here on all the major podcast platforms under the Tanya Hall Innovation Show or at tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.